On the Sam Sorbo Show today, why schools are running off the rails with the gender ideation and sexual abuse that's going rampant in our schools. Stay tuned. This is the Sam Sorbo Show. Hi, I'm Sam Sorbo. You've heard me talk about Mike Lindell, who I adore. You know, he's the inventor of my pillow and how that pillow has given me a good night's sleep that I need. In fact, I never knew how good I could sleep before I had my my pillow. Mike continues to roll out new offers on his products, and the latest one is on his towel sets. Towels aren't something you think about often. I never knew what I was missing until I tried the towels just last year. Now, you've all helped build MyPillow into the incredible company that it is today, and you've trusted Mike Lindell to give you a great night's sleep. Mike's now changing the game with his six-piece towel set. The set's made with USA cotton, making it extremely absorbent, and yet still providing that soft feel you look for in a towel. The set comes with two bath, two hand towels, and two washcloths, typically retailing for $109.99. But for a limited time, you can get this set for the low price of $39.99, and that's using promo code SAMSORBO. So remember, all my pillow products come with a 60-day money-back guarantee. You just go to MyPillow.com, click on the radio listener specials, to get this insanely low price of $39.99 on the towel set. You'll find deep discounts on other MyPillow products as well. So enter promo code Sam Sorbo, Sam Sorbo, or you can call 800-625-5983. That's 800-625-5983 for these great radio specials. Hey, this is Sam Sorbo for the Sam Sorbo Show. Listen, I want to talk to you about this article up on Fox News, which, you know, I'm not uh, tuning into Fox News too often anymore, but at least 135 teachers and teachers aides have been charged with child sex crimes. 102 of the cases or 76 percent involved alleged sex crimes against students. So I suppose the the other 24 percent were just sex crimes in general, um, at least 135 teachers and teachers aides have been arrested so far this year, so far this year, just this year, we're not even halfway through the year on child sex related crimes in the U.S. ranging from child pornography to actually raping students. But hey, trust the schools. Your kids are safe. Except for all the sex and the shootings. And the other general ideology that's taught to children in schools. This is an analysis that was conducted by Fox News Digital. They looked at all the local news stories week by week featuring the arrests of teachers and teachers' aides on um, child sex-related crimes in school districts across the country. Arrests that weren't publicized um, were not counted in the analysis, meaning the true number may well be higher because they might not have reported on it. Teacher at Elite Sports Academy accused of having sexual relationship with undergraduate students. So at least 135 teachers and teachers aides have been arrested in 41 states between January 1st and May 13th. Works out to about an arrest a day on average. Most of the arrested educators were men because men tend to be aggressors. So that sort of makes sense. Um, I suppose. Uh, of the 135 educators, they included 117 teachers and only 11 teachers' aides. There were also seven substitute teachers. 
So uh, police in California charged Anthony James Phillips, a 61 year old former teacher at Cupertino Middle School in Sunnyvale with aggravated sexual assault of a child, forcible penetration with a foreign object. I I can't even. Right. Um, And forcible penetration. With a foreign object upon a child, apparently those are two different things. Uh, He's accused of raping a student in 2009. When he was still a teacher at Cupertino. So wait. Maybe that's the same case. I'm not sure. Anessa Page Gower, a 35-year-old former biology teacher at Making Waves Academy in Richmond, California, charged with 29 counts of child molestation on April 8th. 29 counts. She's accused of sexually abusing seven students between 2021 and 2022, seven students while she was a teacher there. Allegations including forcible sodomy of minors, sharing sexually graphic photos over online platforms. She's due back in court on June 2nd. I just want to say, you know, after we had, so this is going back several years and forgive me if I repeat myself, but I was on the air full time. So I remember this sort of happening in real time. The story came out that in a Baltimore school, two middle schoolers beat another middle schooler to death. And within the hour, the school superintendent had announced at a press conference, our schools are safe. And what I think happens there is they're gaslighting. No, it's not gaslighting. That's the wrong word. Um, there's a there's a dynamic where we've all gone to school. This is why I call us all. We're all school injured at this point. We all went to school. And in school, we learned teacher knows everything. The teacher is the harbinger of all truth. And so the school is the, is held in the highest esteem above the parents because the parents, when they send the child to school, they are tacitly telling the child and sometimes verbally telling the child, the school knows better than I do. Trust the school. First and foremost, trust the school. So we see negative, horrible things happening at school, but we had 12 years of indoctrination to have the default of trust the school. So the school superintendent comes out and and denying the reality that is laid out before her She makes the announcement, our schools are safe. Nobody challenges her on that except me. I was on the air, so I challenged it. I'm like, wait, what? What did she just say? That's demonstrably untrue. First of all, a young woman died. And secondly, two other young women are going to jail. From what happened in school. So that ought to tell you our schools are not safe. Now, you can come out and say, uh, we're going to make our schools safer. We, we will do everything in our power to whatever, anti-bullying, bull, 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 whatever. But don't, don't like throw in my face an abject lie, except, right? We've all been conditioned to accept the lies as truth. They're the new truth because the school is the ultimate authority on truth because we had 12 years of indoctrination that the school had the truth 
Do you see? And so it's, it's kind of what makes my job so challenging or so difficult is I'm actually challenging the national zeitgeist or whatever you want to call it, the national accepted um, uh, dogma that schools are good and true. And they're not. They're demonstrably not. But no, no, I don't want to believe my lying eyes. And so despite the, the, there have been so many school shootings and attempted school shootings, and we don't even hear about the attempted school shootings. I, I have to say, when I read, uh, I just read this article with, with, and it delineated several school shootings. And I read the article and I'm like, you know, that's pretty, it's, it's pretty um, impressive. The, the number of bad school violence that's been thwarted by the authorities. That's, that's pretty good. Um, like it's impressive. And yet they missed the guy in Uvalde and the, the latest I read, and I'm, I'm not keeping up like fully with it, but my understanding was initially we thought the teacher had propped open the door or had left the door propped open. So they, they put a rock in the door so that it doesn't lock. So teachers don't have to fumble around for their keys or whatever. Um, and that's always dangerous because the doors are locked for a reason. But, you know, it's Uvalde and everybody's nice and we're all good and everything's fine. You know, now I read the story is that there was a teacher who saw the shooter. So she unpropped open the door. She kicked the stone away, went through and shut the door, but it didn't close all the way which kind of begs credulity in a sense, because if you're, if you're at all concerned, you make sure you hear the door click. You make sure you hear the close or, or was she just running scared at that point? In which case, why didn't she call the police right away? There's a, there's a kid with a gun and he just shot two people or he crashed his car or whatever, like it was, it was um, odd behavior that he was already exhibiting, apparently, according to this latest report that the teacher witnessed. So what did she do about it? She kicked the stone out of the way, and then she didn't bother to see if the door shut behind her. No, I'm sorry, I'm not buying it. William Landon Smith, a 31-year-old former science teacher at Cape Fear High School in Fayetteville, North Carolina. Again, Fayetteville, North Carolina. Um, charged with 27 counts of first-degree sexual exploitation of a minor, 28 counts of indecent liberties with a student, and one count secretly using or installing a photographic imaging device to arouse or gratify sexual desire. Charged on March 18th. Accused of inappropriately communicating with students via social media apps like Snapchat, Snapchat when he was a teacher. John M. Doty, 35-year-old former biology teacher at Career Academy, South Bend in Indiana. I love the, the names of these schools are like, yay, yay for school academy. And yet um, here you've got a biology teacher charged with two counts of rape, one count of attempted rape and six counts of child seduction. But don't worry, your, your children are safe. 
Trust the schools. The schools will take care of your children for you. So you don't have to. I tell you, come to the conference, Playbook for Home Learning, June 24 and 25, and I will free you from the school abuse that you have suffered and heal some of the injuries that you parents have undergone from going into from going to school, from attending school for 12 years of your life. 16 if you count college, right? Dodie is accused of repeatedly raping a 16-year-old female student and threatening to kill her. You know, it's better if you rape the younger ones because they're less liable to speak up, especially if you're in authority over her, like you're her teacher. And so you control her grade and her parents are only concerned about her grade. And why is she not dressing as nicely as she used to? That's weird. She's just going through a phase, you know, kids. No, you don't know kids because you send them away from you every day. So you never get to know your kids. Good Lord, I'm going to start crying. It's just awful. It's awful what we are doing to young children in the guise of education, in the guise of helping them, in the guise of progress, in the guise of, well, I don't want to stand out and be different than the crowd. The guise of conformity, which is something that we are taught has a high, high value. We're taught that for 12 years in our public schools. Daniel Fisher, 29-year-old former substitute teacher in Roxana and Alton school districts, was charged with criminal sexual assault and aggravated criminal sexual abuse. Accused of sexually assaulting two teenage male students at her home in Edwardsville during summer break last year. Madison County Grand Jury later added child pornography to the charges. Good Lord. For some reason in this article, they are um, highlighting a number of women. And my understanding was that there weren't that many women. So I'm wondering why it's. Anyway, uh, Department of Education's 2000 report claimed that nearly 9.6% of students are targets of educator sexual misconduct sometime during their school career. 9.6%. That's almost one-tenth. That's almost one out of every 10 students. Are you willing to take that risk with your child? I guess so. So many parents seem to be fine with taking that risk. Yeah, the risk that they get shot up in school is low. It's still there, though. Like, it's still there. And I don't know how the parents who were prevented from going into Uvalde's school by the police or how the police themselves can sleep at night. Do you? You got me. Educator sexual abuse is a major problem that largely gets ignored because it's so uncomfortable to talk about. She's uh, Erica Sanzi is the director of outreach for parents defending education. She said, um, she also said this, while a very small fraction of educators and school employees prey on the children in their care, one bad actor can do damage to many students. I don't think that she advocates for pulling your kids out of school. I think she's probably advocating. um, There's a bipartisan bill on Rhode Island in Rhode Island that would make it a crime for a teacher or person of authority to have sexual contact with someone under the age of 18. Excuse me, uh, that's not already a crime 
And by the way, do you really think, do you really think that a new law that makes it criminal will prevent it? What are you thinking? What are you people thinking? And where do you suppose the teachers came from? These sexually promiscuous and, um, and criminal or virtually criminal teachers, where do you think they came from? They were raised in schools and then they went to teaching colleges and where they were, where they were told that they should go to transgender conferences where they will learn about mutual masturbation and um, penetration and goodness, sex toys and all of that stuff. And then they're turned loose on children and they're taught that children are sexual beings and that they need to be liberated from the, the, the conformity values of a staid and Puritan society. You think you're not dealing with ideologues in your schools? Parents, come on. I need you to wake up. Wake up. Time's a-wasting. Your children are at risk. By the way, that last um, federally commissioned study on um, sexual abuse in schools was uh, back in 2004. That's before, before smartphones. So do you think, I don't know, let's do just, just ask yourself, do you think it's gotten worse or better since 2004 determined that roughly uh, 10% of all students would undergo some kind of sexual, some kind of sexual abuse in school? And by the way, I would put you that um, sexual abuse happens every day in school to all children because now they've adopted um, a new tool to teach kids about sexuality and it's called the sexuality. Sexual tree. It's a tree that teaches all about sexuality. It's developed by Karen Rain and Sam Killerman. Sam Killerman designed the genderbred person which they claim has been downloaded and used millions of times the world over. And I can attest to that, although I don't know that it's necessarily in the same way that they think it is because I downloaded it and I put it in my book. It's in uh, my first homeschooling book. They're your kids in this book. Um, and I'm, I, let me see if I can find it just quickly because uh, this this thing raises the issue of sexuality with young children. It has no place in our schools. Here it is. It's not in color. You can find it in color online, the gender bred person. And so it talks about your um, gender identity, your gender expression, and then your biological sex as if those were separate and um, issues. And then there's who you're sexually attracted to and who you're romantically attracted to. And then they, they create little spreads, little um, worksheets with questions for young children, for young children. There have been other instances. I'm just going to read from the book for a minute. There have been other instances in this uh, district that I'm discussing in the book of students being coached on asking each other if it's okay to take their clothes off. Is it okay if I take my clothes off right now? I'm just going to take off. Is that okay? And by the way, let's have teacher role play. Let's have teacher role play that. You parents that send your children into that environment, I don't know what you're thinking, but I, I think you're not thinking. 
I think you've been programmed by a system that wants your children because this is grooming. That's all this is. And so now they have the sexuality. Um, Educators are also encouraged to give students note cards and invite students. This is a quote, invite students to decide at which level they think their aspects are most important, relevant to someone's sexuality. After students learn about the sexualized tree, educators are called to turn the dialogue over to the students. So you students, you go ahead and have an orgy uh, while I get some grading done. Questions for students include, what might this mean to them to consider sexuality in this way? What can they learn from this as it applies to their personal lives? How might this framework help them in dialogue with their families and friends and partners? Because that's important. The overview states there is no minimum level of intimate sexual experience necessary to qualify one as having legitimate sexuality, which many parents would likely contest. This is one of the co-creators, Neely. The the accompanying advice on using the sexuality in the classroom provides guidance on how to introduce this topic to teenagers, underscoring that this lesson encourages the introduction of a number of highly sensitive and personal topics to young people who may or may not be intellectually or emotionally prepared to explore these issues. They don't care if the child's emotionally uh, available or, or able to process. They prefer if the child is not. Because then the, 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 the earlier you abuse a child, the easier it is to control that child. Look at you guys, you parents who continue to send your children to school. You're just in the clutches of the school district. You're just being controlled. You're like puppets. You're marionettes. Oh, I'm afraid my child won't get educated. You think your child's getting educated in school? What kind of ninny are you? All right. So I'm going to, um, well, I'm going to take a break here because I just find this all terribly uh, disgusting. And uh, um, yeah, I need to take a break. But before I do, I want you to consider coming to the uh, Playbook for Home Learning Conference. It's June 24 and 25. It will be worth your while. Even if you don't have children, even if your children are grown, it will give you a different way to think about education which is an important thing because you'll be able to go back and unpack how education affected you and how you've been injured by school in order to maybe help your grandchildren now, right? So come to the conference, go to samsorbo.com for all the information you need. Tickets are selling fast, so do hurry uh, because we're getting close now. And um, I hope to see you there. I'm Sam Sorbo. This is the Sam Sorbo Show.